Welcome to the Get a Job, Here's How podcast, the practical how-to guide for women returning to the workforce, recent grads, and those looking to get the job of their dreams. Now, here's the founder of the Back to Business Women's Conference and your host, Katie Dunn. Hi, listeners. Today's episode is for all you job seekers out there who are going back to work after taking time off of your career. Maybe you've been home raising kids or taking care of elderly parents or had a health issue that forced you to leave work for a time. You are my people. I took time off too. And I've always been so grateful that I was able to do that. If this is you, you're a career relauncher and your job search is a little bit different than the typical job seeker. So going back to work after taking a career break is different than a typical job search because you have a gap in your work history. I know this should not be a disqualifier for getting a job, and it isn't. Let me say that again because it's important. Taking time off from work does not mean you can't go back, but it does require you as a job seeker to have a thoughtful way to talk about what you've been doing while you are out of the paid workforce. I'm gonna throw a few stats at you, just for fun. So did you know that women account for 46.9% of the total labor force in the US, according to Catalyst? So we're almost half of the labor force. We need to welcome women back to the workforce after taking career breaks. For starters, what's more important than raising a family or caring for family members who are ill? I can't think of anything more important Also, it makes sense for the economy. Catalyst reports that if women's participation in the global economy were equal to men's, the global annual GDP would be 28 trillion, yes, trillion dollars higher in 2025. That sounds like something that would be good for all of us. So I wanna talk about how to decide what job to take as you return to work. Women ask me a lot if they should just take any old job just to get back in there or if they should wait for the right one. And it's a question that I asked myself often as I looked for a job after being out of the full-time workforce for many years. And here's the easy answer. It depends. Really though, the answer to this question depends entirely on what is motivating you to go back to work. So I would say that step one in deciding what job to take is to examine your motivation. Motivation is really important here. If you need to start earning income quickly for you or your family's survival, then obviously you should take the best job you can find quickly. By best, in this case, I mean the highest paying. Look, life is expensive, kids are expensive, and it takes money to survive, pure and simple. Divorce often forces women back into the workforce, or your spouse might have been laid off. Whatever the situation, if quickly earning income has become your primary motivation, then find a job and bloom where you're planted, even if it's not your dream job. You don't have to stay there forever. But my personal rule of thumb is that you do have to do your best while you're there. So if you sense that you're at a job where you're just passing through, Work diligently so that when you do leave, you'll have a great recommendation and you can feel good about the work you did. While the need for money motivates many women to return to work quickly, others find that their timing isn't quite so urgent. To you folks, I say, lucky you. 
you have the luxury of waiting for a job that will check more of those boxes for you. You can do those three steps of reflect, research, and activate your job search that I think are so important in a successful job search. The reflection step is of critical importance in a job search because this is the step where you think deeply about your skills, your past experience, and your current interests, and then you kind of add up all those things to set a course for your future. So I want a career break to become a very normal part of a person's career, both women and men, and for employers to view these not as breaks from real work, but as opportunities to develop more deeply as people as parents, or as caregivers. Your ability to reflect on what you've learned and how you've grown during your career break is a key part of finding direction for your job search. If you're motivated to return to work by a desire to re-engage your professional self, to grow as a person in a professional capacity, to put valuable skills to work and earn a good income while doing so, then you have the luxury to look until you A, find the right job, Or B, find a job that offers a trade-off that you are comfortable taking. I believe every decision we make is a trade-off between some things that are important to us and maybe some things we can let go. So step two in deciding what job to take is being really clear about the trade-offs that are involved. As much as I'd like to think there is a perfect job out there for everybody, well, let's be real. I really do think everything's a trade-off. So consider all the implications of the jobs that you are contemplating taking. Compensation, the commute, opportunities for advancement, what's the leadership like, what benefits are offered, how's the team you'd be working with. If you're weighing multiple opportunities, lucky you, then map these things out to see how they compare. If you're returning to work after a career break, The Back to Business Women's Conference is an event you won't want to miss. It's a full day of speakers, workshops, and panels that will help you position yourself to return to the workforce. Join us for personal branding sessions, learn how to use LinkedIn as a key part of your networking strategy, and start building your job search plan. You'll meet employers who are hiring right now and make those personal connections that are so important in your job search. Plus, you'll join a community of women who are making that same transition back to work that you are. Register online at backtobusinessconference.com and join us on February 21st in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina. The third step in deciding what job you should take is to consider the possibilities of the job that's in front of you. Especially if you're returning to work after a career break, Your job search might be starting to feel like it's taking a long time, and you might be considering just taking the next job that comes along. So if that next job that comes along isn't the ideal job, here are a few questions to ask yourself. Will this job keep me moving forward? In other words, will I learn here? Will I meet people that will grow my professional network? Will I feel good about the work that I'm doing? And next, Can I think of this job as a stepping stone to get me closer to where I'd like to be professionally? If you can answer yes to any of those questions, then you may have found the right job for you. Honestly, sometimes after a long absence from the workforce, we just need a starter job or a job that gets us back into the working world and gets current experience on our resumes. You can build from there. Just get to that starting line. 
Here's a related but important question I get a lot from women returning to work. Do I have to take a job making less money or with a lower title than I held before I took a career break? My guidance is that I want you to aim high, but you must understand that the burden of proving your value to an employer rests with you and only you. How can you prove that you're worthy of your previous salary and title? Here are a few ideas. By demonstrating that you've spent your career break learning and keeping your skills fresh. By taking a course to refresh your job skills. By becoming active and being known in a professional association relevant to your field. And finally, by maintaining a network of people who are influential in your field. Then develop your personal brand image that will really illustrate your value. And let me add that I think you totally deserve to not take a salary cut just because you've made the decision to focus on other things in life besides your career for a period of time. And you have to believe that you're worth it too. You also have to brush up on your negotiation skills if you're going to go for it with respect to salary. If you don't ask for more at the time of your offer, you've given up a great opportunity. You can't go back and ask after you accept the job. You have the leverage when they make you the offer. That's the time to show your future employer that you're well worth a bump in compensation because you know how to negotiate. Sometimes people worry that the job offer will be rescinded if they try to negotiate it. And I think that's crazy and almost never happens in my experience. Now, there's a right way and a wrong way to approach a negotiation. So enter into this conversation looking for a win-win outcome and you will not lose your offer. One final thought. When I was job searching, I realized early on that my next job was going to come from someone who knew me personally and not from a resume that I blindly sent out over the internet. You've heard me say this before, but this belief changed my job search activities from sitting behind my computer, sending out resumes to instead viewing every opportunity to talk to someone as a chance to get one step closer to finding the right job. And guess what? It worked. Every job I've ever had has come as a result of tapping my network or reaching out personally to people. Every single one. It's time for me to throw another statistic about working women at you. The average time spent per day in unpaid work in the U.S. for women is four hours and three minutes. For men, it's two hours and 30 minutes. That's a difference of one hour and 33 minutes. Any of you ladies out there want an extra hour and a half back in your day? I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. If unpaid work includes hanging with my kids to make sure they feel loved and valued and grow up to be happy and productive humans, I love that stuff. But if you're talking about folding the laundry or emptying the dishwasher, you can have that stuff. Ugh, I hate that stuff. But shout out to my husband, Dan, because the unpaid work is probably split a lot more evenly in my house than these numbers reflect. He's good like that. That man can fold clothes like nobody I've ever seen. I mean, he is really good. Okay, so let's wrap this up. If you took time off from your career and now you're looking for a job to return to the workforce, you may be wondering how to decide what job to take or if you should just take any old job that comes your way. And here's how you can answer that question. First, examine your motivation for returning to work. If you need money to support your family, take the highest paying job you can get now. If your motivation is more about finding fulfilling work, keep looking until you find work that will feed your soul. 
Step two in deciding what job to take is being really clear about the trade-offs involved. Know what's really important to you and what you consider non-negotiable and hold out for it if it's reasonable. Check in with people you respect in your network to make sure that your non-negotiables are realistic. And the third step in deciding what job you should take is to consider the possibilities of the job in front of you, which means that you may be considering a job that isn't really all that, but it may be a job that will lead you to something more fulfilling. So when I say consider the possibilities, I want you to think two or three steps ahead of the job you are considering and think about whether or not this job will take you down a path that you wanna go. Finally, don't settle, negotiate. You're totally worth it. You know you are, I know you are. Don't let anything stop you. If you don't ask, you don't get. There are lots of things to consider if you're returning to work after a career break and deciding if you should take any old job or if you should wait for the right one. This is a really personal decision, but now you have three steps to walk through as you decide. I hope that helps. Thanks for listening. And now that you know how to decide what job to take, go do it. I believe in you. Subscribe to our email list at backtobusinessconference.com for weekly job search advice. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Get a Job, Here's How podcast. You can find all the information from this episode in our show notes at www.backtobusinessconference.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please write a review so that we can reach more people. Now that you know how, go do it.